Hi, I'm Sam Hawley, coming to you from the lands of the Gadigal people. This is ABC News Daily. They were meant to be the elections to springboard Donald Trump's next presidential bid. But instead, the Democrats have managed to keep control of the Senate and are doing better than expected in the House. So what does that mean for Trump, who's promising a big announcement on his future tomorrow? Today, a Republican Party expert on what the midterms mean for the deeply polarised political landscape in the US. My name is Jeff Cabaservice. I'm the Vice President for Political Studies at the Niskanen Center in Washington, D.C., which is a center-right think tank. Jeffrey, we know in this country how fraught opinion polling can be. Yes. And in the U.S., things seem to not have gone quite as predicted. It's true that the polling industry has had a number of difficulties in the last several elections in the United States. Um, but the pollsters had tried to compensate for uh, undercounting Republican voters in previous elections. Mm-hmm. Democratic presidential candidate Hillary Clinton is enjoying a wave of strong poll Clinton, numbers. A six-point lead. She's ahead by seven. By 11 points. Clinton leading Trump by 12 points. It is my high honor to introduce to you the president-elect of the United States of America, Donald Trump. And perhaps they might have actually overcompensated a bit because the Democrats did considerably better in these 2022 midterm elections than most of the pollsters had been predicting. Mm, they'd predicted this Republican red wave, uh, sort of tsunami of Republicans, but it, it just didn't come about, did it? No, uh, it has not come up roses for Republicans at all. Red wave rising, that is the focus of tonight's angle. Because a red wave is coming. We've been hearing, is it going to be a red wave? Is it going to be a red tsunami? I think it's going to be a red hurricane. Um, but I actually don't really blame the pollsters or the Republicans who were Um, irrationally exuberant, as it now seems, in predicting big Republican gains. Because President Joe Biden is uh, an unpopular president by historic standards. His current approval rating is only around 40%, which means six out of 10 Americans disapprove of his performance. Mm. And typically, the party in power in the White House does suffer in these midterm elections. In fact, going back all the way to the 1930s, the party in power has lost, on average, about... Uh, 25 House seats and one to two Senate seats. Mm. So Obama had a particular shellacking in 2010, which was his first midterm election, when the Democrats lost 60 seats in the House. What does it feel like? feels bad. <laughs> it's hard. And, and, uh, and I take responsibility for it uh, in, in a lot of ways. This was the best performance by uh, a president's party in the midterms for 20 years. Um, And I think it would be unwise to underestimate the impact of the conservative-dominated Supreme Court overturning the Roe versus Wade uh, abortion system that had been in place really for 50 years. Uh, But I think it's also true that that actually has something to do as much with the unpopularity of the Donald Trump-influenced Republican Party Mm. um, as it does with anything uh, positive coming from Joe Biden's end. Mm, So it's almost a referendum not only for Joe Biden – but also for a past president, for Donald Trump. Yes, very much so. Um, Trump was a figure in this election, even though he's not running for anything Mm. yet. 
um, because he actually had inserted himself in the Republican Party's primary elections uh, earlier in the year Mm. in a way that no defeated former president ever has. And uh, a number of the candidates, particularly on the Senate side, who turned out to be weak um, or ineffectual uh, were Donald Trump's hand-picked choices. Um, And the feeling is that since most normal Republicans who weren't deeply bought into Trump's big lie of a stolen election in 2020 actually did quite well in these elections, that the Republican Party could have had easy majorities in both houses if Donald Trump had stayed out of the process. But of course, he did not. And there were hundreds, Jeffrey, weren't there, of so-called election deniers among them. Those are the people who disputed the 2020 election results. What happened with them? So um, Trump uh, gave his personal seal of approval to, oh heavens, uh, over 100 candidates. Um, Mm -hmm. Several of them would um, make statements such as, let's say, Tim uh, Michaels, uh, who was running for governor, in the critical state of Wisconsin. Uh, He went on record saying that if he were elected governor, uh, Democrats would never be elected again. Republicans will never lose another election in Wisconsin after I'm elected governor. Um, Doug Mastriano, another hardcore uh, election denier who actually paid to bus followers to the January 6th rally, also was somebody who had the power to actually uh, dictate how elections would be run if he had actually been uh, elected as governor. If there's any hint of fraud out there, we need to investigate. Any governor serving the people of this commonwealth would put aside his petty politics, would put aside his petty politics and find out the truth if anyone was defrauded. And although quite a few election deniers did make it into office, I think it's quite notable that in the battleground states, uh, the states where really the elections have hinged uh, in the last two presidential contests, um, almost all of the election deniers were, were turned away. Um, and I think that was because they were just perceived as being too extreme and dangerous, even by quite a number of Republicans as well as independents. Mm. So does that mean, Jeffrey, that for this election, for these midterms, we won't see any more of that? We won't see people denying what's happened here? Um, I think we have not yet... Uh, come to all of the results, and there are mm. some people who are challenging uh, elections that they are ascertained to have lost. Uh, there may be more of that coming out of the state of Arizona later. But for now, it actually is notable that a lot of these election deniers lost by really large uh, mm. uh, margins, and we actually haven't had uh, serious challenges to uh, the outcomes, and neither did we see the widespread violence at the ballot places that a lot of people had feared. What, Jeffrey, does it mean for Donald Trump's future? Because we know just before the polls opened, he said he'd have this big announcement this week about his future and everyone concluded that he'd be announcing that he'd be running for the presidency in 2024. So uh, Donald Trump was one of those who anticipated that 2022 would be a big red wave election for the Republicans. Mm. Um, And he was prepared to take credit for what were anticipated to be big Republican victories. And then uh, after the elections, he would presumably announce his presidential candidacy for 2024. Uh, It's unclear how Trump's decisions may be affected by this change of script Uh, because he has still said that he's going to be making a big announcement on Tuesday. And yet he is actually being blamed by quite a lot of Republicans Mm -hmm. for the poor performances and the bad outcomes. 
In particular, we're hearing that, you know, absent Donald Trump's meddling, um, Republicans almost certainly would have won a majority in the Senate. And now they won't. Again, this is largely because of Donald Trump putting inexperienced um, and extreme candidates in what otherwise would have been winnable races for Republicans. Mm, I saw he told News Nation that he wanted all the credit if the Republicans won, but he wouldn't be blamed if they didn't. It's quite typical Trump, I suppose. Yes, um, Donald Trump seeking to have it both ways, as he always does. Well, I think if they win, I should get all the credit, and if they lose, I should not be blamed at all, okay? But it'll probably be just the opposite. Uh, when they win, I think they're going to do very well. I'll probably be given very little credit, even though... So, you know, the question is, would Republicans now finally get up the guts to separate themselves from Trump and his chaos and the big lie? Will we actually see some other uh, Republican contender challenge Trump for the 2024 nomination? Uh, At this moment, that is quite unclear. Mm. Jeffrey, if Donald Trump does run, who will he come up against? So the likeliest... uh, person who is put forward as a possible opponent for Trump in the 2024 Republican presidential primaries is Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Everyone knows my husband Ron DeSantis is endorsed by President Trump, but he's also an amazing dad. Ron loves playing with the kids. Build the wall. He reads stories. Then Mr. Trump said, you're fired. I love that part. Um, I'm a Floridian myself, so I've seen DeSantis at close range. Uh, ever since he became governor of the state in 2018. Ron DeSantis is a Trump-style governor. Um, He's brash, he's confrontational, um, he has a way of getting media attention through stunts, and that makes him appealing to the Trump base. But at the same time, uh, he's also perceived as a competent manager in a way that Trump never was. And that makes him appealing to a lot of the Republican donor class and more traditional Ronald Reagan-style Republicans. Mm. So for a lot of people uh, in the Republican Party, Ron DeSantis could be uh, the giant slayer, the person who would actually finally break Donald Trump's hold over the party. And um, there would be a much more electable Republican contestant in 2024 than Donald Trump, who a lot of Republicans feel is doomed to lose again if he does run. Um, However, it's also quite likely that he may hesitate to enter this race because Donald Trump has a way of destroying his opponents um, in these kind of uh, Republican primaries. Let's see. There it is. Trump at 71. Ron DeSanctimonious at 10 percent. Mike Pence at 7. Oh, Mike's doing better than I thought. And, Jeffrey, you study the man. What do you think? Will Donald Trump run again? For president, I think the only person who knows if Donald Trump will run for uh, the presidency again is Donald Trump. And it may be that he doesn't know his mind from one moment to the next. Um, if I had to guess, I would guess that Trump will in fact run because he can't bear to not be in the spotlight. Um, he's out for revenge as he sees it, uh, since he at least does seem to believe that he somehow or other uh, was illegitimately denied an election victory in 2020. Um, And it also may be useful for Trump, both in terms of filling the coffers of his business empire and also making prosecutors uh, hesitant to go ahead with uh, indictments of him. So uh, it really is a matter of a a lot of speculation, a lot of calculation, but nobody can say for sure. I'm going to be 
making a very big announcement on Tuesday, November 15th at Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida. Jeffrey Cabaservice is the Vice President for Political Studies at the Niskanen Centre, a centre-right think tank in Washington, D.C. While the Democrats have maintained control of the Senate, Republicans are still favoured to win the lower chamber of Congress, which will hamper President Biden's ability to pass legislation. Joe Biden says he'll announce whether he'll run again for the presidency early next year. This episode was produced by Flint Duxfield and Chris Dengate, who also did the mix. Our supervising producer is Stephen Smiley. I'm Sam Hawley. ABC News Daily will be back again tomorrow. To get in touch with the team, email us on abcnewsdaily at abc.net.au. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.